Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hanflot and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show, formerly known as NXT, you bet. Oh! Pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete of the Bloody Good Quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet Sidgwick to look ahead to a stacked episode of NXT tonight. So much to look forward to. It is. Stacked in that there is a lot. Yes. I couldn't believe how much on the Slack screen this card took up when you sent me. It looked like, you know, when you see sometimes like a dark or dark elevation taping listed match by match. Jesus Christ, that's a lot to sit through. <laughs> like, this could be that, but it could be so much more. It's a takeover special by any other name. Mm. And there was, there was one more thing to add. Have yes. you added it in? Yeah, it's in there. Don't worry. I'm fairly certain. Did they or did they not? Last week? Was it Vengeance Day Fallout yes. last week? So that's when they had the celebration. I'm sure Jensen or someone in that dynamic said that it was his first Valentine's Day and he wanted to make it special. Yeah. You're ruining it, Fallon. So we're, on that basis, we think there's going to be some kind of Valentine's Day skit involving... Has to be. Yeah. Well, there better be because I've written a, my idea for what's going to happen. You've got well, treatment for it. In fact, I've maybe it's the leak. We'll get back to that a little bit later, just as we will potentially a huge title change on this show, but we'll save that to last for administrative reasons. Um, But I suppose this show is all about fallout from the big toxic attraction split last week. Um, (laughs) The kick heard around the world. Apart from by Gigi Jolin, because she's not regained consciousness in a week. I uh, um JC Jane explained her actions tonight about Yeah, dreading that. Oh my god. Um JC Jane can I don't want to be too cruel to her, but she can put you off watching her just walking down a corridor. Like they ask her to pull fifteen faces as per WWE house style mm-hmm. and it's unnatural. It's human beings don't act like that, they don't walk like that, they don't talk like that, and it's like do all these things that human beings don't do. And JC Jane like puts a lot of effort into doing those things that human beings don't do, and it's incredibly off putting. And I don't even think that's her fault and she's the one performing it. It's like following an instruction last week she was sent out there to cosplay as Shawn Michaels and she uh. did more damage to Gigi Jolin than Shawn did to Marty when he was putting him through glass. Uh it'll be a stand and deliver match 
Like they've been given, this is what I'll say for that segment last week and what might be the accidental benefit of Gigi Dolan's head trauma <laughs> is that it definitely got people talking. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like the scene itself was shared. It's wrestling, so you can make use of the, the violence. Ultimately, the violent imagery will, will work to heat up this the match. The only industry where it's like, a concussion, oh, great. Yeah, as long as you're <laughs> fine. Do a story out of that. Yeah, as long as you're fine. We've got a match to promote. So, yeah, it's going to be a big stand in the liver attraction, this one. JC Jane. Usually, right, when a performer turns heel or turns on their fellow partner to be an uber singles heel, if you like, they are told, go out there, explain your actions, and that's when you see the emoting. You saw um, a recent example, I guess, was Big Cass, with his oh, hand yeah. in the air and his smoke smile. I have to do something new. You've got a new attitude now. So go out there and emote that attitude. And um, the, the, the thought of JC Jane emoting anymore, I don't know what that looks like. I'm really looking forward to it. Maybe not for the most sincere of reasons. She can come out, do like some faces <laughs> again. <laughs> and maybe she could, I don't know, talk about how she was the star of Toxic Attraction. And maybe I've got... A, got this bit going in my head of what this could sound like. She could say that she was the real star of Toxic Attraction and Gigi Dolan was the dead weight and each and every one <laughs> of yeah. you. So you agree that's a good thing to say? I like that. That sounds really good. <laughs> Thank you. That's very naturalistic. So you think that's what I should do? Yeah. Or what JC Jane should do? Yeah. It sounds like a good thing for a heel in WWE to do, doesn't it? If she was to go out and say, and each and every one of you were just holding me back, and she was dead weight, and then you say, our voice is going to go up a few octaves, and it's going to be a hell. That's, you know what? That's really creative, but I'm wondering if she even owes us an explanation. Ooh, when she she's might walking, not. When she's coming in out of airports and people are going, why, JC, why? Like, she's, she's just sick. Of those idiots, and she doesn't owe them anything. Just like she doesn't owe Gigi Dolin anything. If anything, Gigi Dolin owes her a tag team title run because she was the one that lost the belts. I just want to stop you there, okay? I think it might be a little bit insensitive for you to even talk about Gigi Dolin because I expect JC Jane might say something like, "And you'll never see Gigi Dolin ever again." This is brilliant. <laughs> this is really Oscar really good. This. I you know what. I've had a problem with people invoking Oscar worthy for a televised medium when the television itself, wrong medium, is itself <laughs> terrible. But this, what we've just come up with here, this novel yeah. concept is Oscar worthy. Cine, C I N E with an accent. It's not even the full cinema. Yeah. It's, it's more majestic than that. Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think of all that? Yeah, I, I don't think we can see Gigi Dolin tonight. I think. They're gonna like we're what a month and a half away from she and deliver. Yeah, she posted a picture that took me all the way back. Speaking of like 1992 rockers breakup, says we can remember this. It, like there's a mark on her head, like the, oh. the number of little cuts because it's against like it's almost like a splintered effect because it was against that wooden door frame. Yeah, remember the WBF magazine spread when Nails beat up the big boss man and it was absolutely harrowing. Yes, like the boss man was like literally black yes. and blue and blood and bruises and all it sorts. It looked like he didn't have. You know when you see those horrible scenes in, like, Drive or whatever, and oh. another film that, oh, I don't even want to speak its name because mm. the scene is, like, genuinely horrible and people might get thingied by it, but, like, when they've got, like, no head left. Yeah. 
that's kind of what the big boss man. If you had a few more blows of that truncheon, that's what he looked. What he she looked might, like. Uh, like so shiny and yeah, fat and jelly. She might flash that image on the screen. Yeah, uh, look what I did here. Like this is what With happened. One so hang on, hang on, hang on. So they could use the video wall <laughs> to like convey an image yes. and point to it and use that to tell a story. Yes, that's that's good. You having that? I like that one as well. And then next week, she can say, I want to show that image again, but this time it's uh, Gigi Dolan, I don't know, photoshopped on a cartoon pig or something <laughs> like that. They could have fun with this. Uh-huh. They could have, like, big bandages. Yes. Like, maybe one of her eyes is up here and the other one's, like, there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's just a picture of Sean. Maybe they could have, like, stink lines coming off, like, oh, uh, hey, Gigi the, Dolan, stinky uh, in the hospital. Her head's the poop emoji. Yeah. Got he on. actually did that. Who was it? Was it Drew McIntyre when he beat up Brock Lesnar? I, I don't remember this. <laughs> I'm sure there was a pic. Talk about something else that I don't care about, and I'll find it. Say something stupid, Paul. <laughs> Say something stupid, Wilborn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the serious one. It's uh, Stax, who's the, the really stupid one. I don't know if I can get there. In a completely unrelated note, Tyler Beat is defending HBK's honor tonight, isn't oh, he? He did it. He said something boring. Well done. <laughs> Uh, well, half boring because Grace and Bloody Wall is getting back. Yes. Do you think they 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 put a lot of work into something like this? Grace and Waller has served a week long suspension, which might not seem much, but he got it because he came for Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. and he's already fighting Shawn Michaels' White Knight and Tyler Bate. It's not that like Shawn Michaels hasn't been the device to set up Grace and Waller Tyler Bate. So I don't know. I don't think uh, Shawn Michaels isn't getting back in the ring. For, I mean, like, I don't know, less than five million or whatever the Saudis paid him. But he's not getting back in the ring for nothing. Uh, however, I like the idea of him seeing Grace Moore and going, This is such a prodigious young talent. Yeah. I'm get dusting the boots off. Again. Has he looked at um, how WWE promoted Steve Austin in Texas last year and got on a little bit jealous and thought they don't, they didn't even have to announce him until the night? They could just say, Steve Austin's going to be the guest in the KO show. There is implied violence. The fans' expectations are going to be relatively low, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Could Grayson Waller tonight go even further in an act of violence against Tyler Bate? Like, do something unconscionable and have to the point where he's got to be dragged out of the performance center and Shawn Michaels himself is, um, like, amidst the security. Hank Walker and the gang are, like, having to get rid of Grayson Waller. He's like, this is, like, I thought one week suspension was going to deal with you, but it's not your... Your head's gone, head off. Like, it's absolutely gone. Head off. Shawn Michaels is there in person. And then Grayson Waller, like, just a cardinal sin, like, Jamie Carragher is in through that car window. <laughs> spits at Shawn Michaels, like, spits in his face. And then, like, the security haul him off. And Shawn Michaels is just left there with the spit, like, right in his eye, um, dribbling down his face. And, he, and he's like, there's this powerful visual. And that's what teases Shawn Michaels. Not into an official match, but, like, Grayson, I'm going to let you back into NXT but only at stand and deliver, and you're going to have to deal with me. And they don't have to announce it as a match, and it, in his mind, it's like... So this happens after his match with Tyler Yeah, he, like, like, you know, does something in-ring sort of violence, after the bell stuff, attacks his leg with a chair, whatever. It's so Tyler. he gets miffed for losing because they're trying to push bait, I think. Yeah, yeah, he could do that, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense, actually, because where was WrestleMania last year? Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Where is it this year? Los Angeles. A.K.A., uh, well, the place of... Angels. Harley Weird. Yeah. And he could be doing stuff at WrestleMania like Stone Cold, Texas, Hollywood. Oh my God. 
That's the guy who plays Luke Trapper in the Marine Six close quarters. <laughs> That's the good what couch. else was in Shawn, Shawn Michaels in you know when he's like green. Oh yeah. I've seen this. It's like is it Avengers 4? So I think it's like a parody of like MCU stuff and Shawn Michaels for whatever reason is in it. And he was in, of course, I remember him being on Raw to promote. The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Oh my God, that's Doug from The Resurrection of <laughs> Gavin Stone. <laughs> I remember that promo week. Comes out with his DVD. <laughs> Got a DVD to vlog. <laughs> was he in Baywatch as well, Sean? He was, yes. The, that immortal gift. Yeah, is sunglasses. It, oh yeah! Is it the binoculars? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and puts the sunglasses on. <laughs> I remember when there was like one of the few instances of uh, Marty Jannetty losing his mind. The time is either going to shag his daughter or that he killed a guy. And then someone, like, there's a new story then. Someone put on <laughs> replies, Shawn Michaels binoculars. <laughs> As if to say, look at that loser. I've left him behind. 800 words. Like on Facebook, I killed a guy just to, just to watch him die because he was going to do that two days later. Oh, is that lol? <laughs> I love as well that I've investigated this. Okay, now I can't confirm or deny that Marty Jannetty wanted to chuck his muck up a girl who he had considered and raised as his biological daughter. I cannot confirm or deny that. That's for a judge to decide. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Court of law, jury. He used the old... Sorry. I was hacked. I was hacked. Mm -hmm. Sorry. The hacker... <laughs> wrote, like mimicked, if you will, yeah. the exact incredibly weird, specific to Janetti, like writing style. So you loves you like I loves you. He, uh, he loves if that you, one. If you, if you go on like any of the Facebook posts, of <laughs> loves is always spelled with an S. There's always these like weird ellipses for no reason. <laughs> these absolutely random ass capitalizations of certain words, which no capitalization is required. Hacker was AI before AI. <laughs> yes. it? Like, absolutely nailed it. Oh, like, not for me to decide what Marty Jeanette you wanted to do with that girl. <laughs> Marty Jeanette AI. <laughs> uh, let's talk about. She fing hard. <laughs> but she been daughter. She been daughter. <laughs> Right, let's talk about Roxanne Brez and the returning Miko Satamora tagging against the grumpy tag team, Caden Carter and Katana Chance. It's a good bit of the show. I, I'm earnestly looking forward to this. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter have needed to, in inverted commas, turn heel for about <laughs> two years. <laughs> like these most irritating arsehole baby faces that everybody went off during the pandemic because Katana Chance broke the rules all the time. Suddenly, your gymnastic Royal Rumble spots aren't that much fun when I'm locked down like, and you're just having a party and turn the camera on your friends. So they've been fairly charmless for a long time and at long last, they're leaning into it. Um, and it's great because... Dare I say it, this is a good booking, because Roxanne Perez is this megastar in waiting. Everybody loves her. She backs it up in the ring. She has five minutes in the Royal Rumble. She outworks the majority of the main roster. Mika Satamora kicks ass. I can't think of two people more suited to just giving this team a very cathartic beating. Yeah. I know they were cheated out of the titles, but it doesn't really feel that way. It's like, oh, you would do that. Yeah, like, you, you would absolutely do that. Um, so I, I'm, I want them to be... I want this to be a really fun mauling. 
And and our, and basically what I'm going to do is fantasy book somebody different every week to fight Roxanne President Stand and Deliver because it was barely last week. That's clearly not happening. One off. It was for the door, not for the woman. <laughs> it was like, uh, that's too to be in women's wrestling at the moment. Hey, yeah, think of a woman's that. Does she bring a prop that we can do one of my bits for? Yeah, get her down. Um, Mako, I'm going to say Mako Satamore. Yeah, now. it works for me. Let's have that Stand and Deliver instead. There is, no, yeah. there is nobody on this. That's why I was saying barely last week. There's just simply nobody at the moment that you can believably program Roxanne Prez against with like six weeks or whatever it is to go. But the Mako match on its own terms would just simply rule. They usually give, especially their baby faces, they usually give their baby faces a nice defense, a nice moment, mm-hmm. a nice legacy thing to hang their hat on and say, look, you've won on the big stage. And that ultimately will mean whoever beats her, it will mean more because she's had a decent, credible title mm-hmm. reign with a big sort of marquee moment. She beats Satamura at Stand and Deliver, then she can drop it. Don't get too excited, Will Bourne, to Tiffany Stratton. Oh, my God. Is that for the title changer for the performer? Yep. Uh, speaking of Tiffany Stratton, uh, a match I can't call. I'm too emotionally invested in it. Tiffany Stratton versus Thea Hale of Chase You. What are you going to do when you watch this match? Are you going to, like, just be... Is this your version of me watching a uh, big Kenny Omega yeah. title defense? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's going to be, like, so wrapped with emotion that you'll be happy when it's done. The level of danger that he risks Kenny Omega. He's so perfect at execution, but I do worry about him. Mm. It's going to be you because you like them both so much. I love them. I love them both. And I'm What nervous. happens when Tony D and Stacks work together in a match? Well, fight. I'm, oh, fight each other. Well, that'll never come up, surely, will it? Family, they're, you know, yeah, awesome underbar. Are you going to be like a human half and half scarf for this? Like one half of your face exactly. in chase you colours, the other in a Tiffany Stratton blonde wig? I think Tiffany wins because I think this is a bigger picture. Chase U storyline, obviously the lore of what's going on there um, with uh, Duke Bloody Hudson, Andre mm-hmm. Chase. I don't think the split's getting coming this week. Oh, uh, bang game for a six-person tag down the road. Tiffany Ooh. Stratton gets a, gets a team. And you have Pretty a deadly. Yes, boy, that's really good booking. Why is that? I've lost Tiffany Stratton and Pretty Deadly versus Chase U in a six-person. That's good stuff. <laughs> wait there, wait there. Where's it going to go? Where's it going to land? I'm scared. Oh, it's going to press oh my god, but it's. I don't want to abuse that button. It's got a profound sanctity <laughs> to it. It's, Sorry, it's oh my god, Jason. Don't abuse the button. That's a good TV match, that. That's not bad at all. I think Tiffany wins here, though. Yeah. Yeah. The match could over deliver. Yeah. Thea Hale. Both acts are very over. Thea Hale's brilliant. Has she yet. Blind leading the blind. Has she yet had a match? One issue. That you remember, a singles match especially, that you remember and think, oh, I like the shoes. We've seen this with Tiffany Stratton, there's the odd times where you're like, there's definitely, definitely something there here worth following up in ring as well as the character and all the rest. Thea Hale, a fantastic character, mm. has nailed this, like, just got so much more charisma and personality uh, than a lot of the people on this roster. Has she yet had a match you can really hang out on? <sighs> That's what she well, needs. For her first ever victory. What was the finish? Oh, uh,. Uh, time for the uh, ads, I think. <laughs> hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Right, uh, returning to <laughs> NXT tonight. Like David Brent asks Dawn who her favourite Muppet is. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bron Breaker is back. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to work it to do the gimmick and the alliteration. Um, yeah, setting up. Yeah. The, uh, you have to have alliteration. That's the thing, you have to have it. Um, it's a mandatory. <laughs> it's setting up uh, the mellow thing now, obviously, because yep. Jamie McDonough's off with thingy. Who are you dragging off? It's oh, God. I'm next to UK ass. I was going to add ass to the end of things now. To <laughs> <laughs> be like, kids do this. It's an NXT UK ass program. That isn't a Devlin versus Dragunov. Jesus Christ. I'd need to submit it to the United States Ass Association to confirm that. But yes, it certainly feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'd... Uh, I'm the low guy right now on Bron Breaker and Carmelo Hayes because I thought Carmelo Hayes and Apollo Crews was really disappointing. I thought Breaker and Grayson Waller was really disappointing. They both feel like they're going to go in as baby faces. Bron Breaker has won on main event last night. Like the NXT guys get the get the matches, but don't often get their wins. Mm. Like he's get, like he's getting called up fine. There's a lot of very, very fine things here from a procedural point of view, but I've got no interest in watching it play out. I don't know what it needs. I don't know if it needs like a storyline spark or something to make it feel a bit more unpredictable. I don't know how you make it feel like Melo can lose because I just, I'm not I'm not buying any of this. I don't care about this because they didn't do anything with it last week. I think we discussed mm. last week and I don't want to repeat myself. I've got an idea for Bron Breaker. Austin Theory goes over John Cena at WrestleMania. Bron Breaker... Drops the title to Carmelo Hayes and stand and deliver. Bron Breaker beats Austin Theory for the title Ooh. in an open challenge on the Raw after WrestleMania. And everyone will be like, you beat the guy who beat John Cena. This Bron Breaker might be better than John Cena. Ignore the fact that he lost to Grayson Waller. It was hard to do that. That's, uh, that's what I think they'll do. I like that. By the fourth Austin Theory match, I will not. But I love the idea yes, of the yeah, yeah. Raw after WrestleMania <laughs> shot. <Shotgun>. Definitely. <laughs> Um, he beat John Cena. <laughs> and now Braun Breaker beat him. How good's this guy? Yeah, cheer him. I thought he said cheer up there. Like all the quiet <laughs> board fans. <laughs> cheer up. <laughs> Get off the butt, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, in the web of stories that is NXT, yes, um, there's obviously the big question about what Hank Walker's gear is going to look like yep. uh, as he is in action tonight against Charlie Dempsey. Uh, <laughs> the fight for the adoration of Drew Gulak. I'm dubbing this match. The I want the really cheap looking amateur singlet. You know, like in uh, like American quality wrestling shows, right? not like a Kurt Angle quality one or a Chad Gable one, where you can see the material. Like yeah, it's got yeah, that yeah. matte effect. It's like a whatever school friggin' Hank Walker went to. It can be that color, like a burgundy or something. Mm. Like, like it would just attract any any oil. Yeah, which is like ah, oh, that's it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's it. Really ruined. Remember yeah. old football kits would uh, oh clicking uh, the bubbles on them. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, oh yeah. We used to All call it clicking. Oh, it's clicked. Hated that. <laughs> My A6 Newcastle tops used to click out the ears. My A6, Solomon did too. We've highlighted something there. A6, the peeling sponsors as well. Peeling sponsors. Peeling sponsors. A6 was a nightmare for the, that. Because the 3D one, when you buy it new, is just lush, isn't it? Work on going at what culture? <laughs> if you can hear some banging in the background. Banging, alarms. I'll, I'll cheer you up. Who do you think wins between Hank Walker and Charlie Dempsey? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Charlie Dempsey, probably. Yeah, Charlie uh, Dempsey. Drew Gulak has been hard eyeing Charlie Dempsey for a while, hasn't he? He's like, he's bloody stuck with Hank Walker. I think Hank Walker rules him up. He steals one. Oh. Dempsey is furious. He can't stand this result and he can't stand for it. So he starts to beat up. What's he called? Hank, Hank Walker. Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gulak. Comes in. God, I just don't think I'll care about this. Gulak comes in and goes, hey! Pushes him away. Let's do this together. And they beat him what? up. That's not how you do it. Bang. And then they beat him up together. It's really and on then, fire in there. Like, yeah, yeah. coming up with this stuff? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. And then next, Mackenzie Mitchell, very disapproving, <laughs> will interview Drew Gulak and say, can you explain your actions? And then... Could they do each and every one of you again, or would that be a stupid thing to do all the time? They could say, actions sometimes speak louder than words, and then beat the shit out of them again. Yeah, yeah, they could do that. The thing is, like, Charlie Dempsey has exhibited no obvious promo ability, and, like, at the moment, at best, average amongst his peers' wrestling skills, and yet he's being featured prominently. How's that happening? I'm confused. Beats me, man. Yeah. Uh, Damon Kemp. Maybe he just puts his best left foot forward. Damon Kemp. Yes. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why this podcast is the absolute best. Damon Kemp <laughs> in action tonight against Axiom. <laughs> we are cooking. We are fucking cooking today. <laughs> we are going. Uh, surely Axiom has to win that. Yeah. Who is it against again? Damon Kemp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damon Kemp's a bum. <laughs> you cannot buy, like, I know they like, try and push him by default, but you cannot buy him beating Axiom, man. No, like, Damon seems so skillful. Like, Damon Kemp is a bum. Yeah. He's a bit of a bum character. He's not, like, he's the guy who got beat off the Creed. He tried to, you know, backdoor his way into fame, didn't get it, taking shortcuts. The Creed's sorted him out. Mm-hmm. So the character's a bum. Mm-hmm. And the wrestler is not very skilled. He's good because it's like everything I've seen from Gable Stevenson indicates to me that he's a bum, <laughs> that he's got nothing going on, that you'd rather nip your own flesh while you were talking at him just to not have to deal with that experience. <laughs> and it's the curve. His fail brother, ironically, is like, ah, oh, he doesn't seem as useless as his, <laughs> doesn't seem as useless as his tosser brother. 
<laughs> I saw you exhibiting some emotion in that match. Now I just cut a hold of my trousers and started pinching my leg. <laughs> you ever done that? No, uh, Joey Tribbiani mentioned it in Friends, doesn't he? Is how he cries on screen. He cuts a hole and then yeah. he pulls the leg hairs out. Sometimes I've been in conversations with, oh my God, I do not want to speak to this person. I'm a very impatient guy. I get anxious. I've got impatient. I'm very impatient. There's, there's times when I'm going, uh huh, uh huh. And I spoke to people because I just can't deal with it. I'm too impatient for them to close their mouths. <laughs> and it's so painful to me on a figurative level that I would rather I eat my own skin. So you're <laughs> biting your, your finger. I'm like, uh-huh. Or nip me thigh. <laughs> you skin yourself <laughs> like more. <laughs> yeah, that just bust yourself wide open. You're all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm really good to see you. Full force punch in the face. Bloody yourself up like one of the Gaia girls. Just like. <laughs> anyway, really great seeing you. Rush off to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Right, now you've got through everything on this show. We've got to the two bits we're really excited to talk about. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Michael Sidgwick. What do you think happens on this show? Well, look. With Sir Wanks a lot. <laughs> Brooks Jensen, if I remember correctly, I remember, not the segment because it happened on NXT, so we never really, we never really remember that stuff. No. But I remember being giddy with excitement at the prospect of previewing what they're going to do tonight, which must mean that it was at least inferred from that segment that they were going to do something like, yeah. that's my first Valentine's Day with Kiana. So I think they're going to do a skit. It's Valentine's Day. They're in love. Or he's in love with her because she looked at him. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to go on a date tonight. But with it being NXT, episodic TV, there's always a twist. Stories always continue. And I think it would be too perfect. And deep down, do you want Brooks Jensen to get his hole off this Jezebel? I think if it ever happens for him, it's going to be the baby face. God damn it, Jensen. I was under your nose the whole time. And Fallon Henley's the one who loves her. Yeah. But until then, we need to have the girl leading him down a dot, breaking his heart. And we're going to get a hint of that heartbreak. Now, what did we learn before I delve into the skit here last week? We still, is it Zach? Zach. We still don't know who Zach is. Well, 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 well. We know as well that Shawn Michaels has uh, got his nostalgic... Head on, yes, and is going back to the past to inspire his angles. So, with that in mind, I've written what I think is going to happen on NXT tonight. So, this is like a two-parter. Michael's past. I hope they're at least awake. This is a two-parter, and we're going to get one skit, and I'll divide them. I'll do that at the same time. We get one skit early in the night, Uh and then the second skit later in the night. But I'll do them all at once, right? So. Um, here's the first one. I'm just going to sit back. Here's the first one, right? So Jensen and Kiana are in a car on the way to a date. Yeah. He's very, very nervous. He's just so eager to impress. But, you know, as we all know from this character, and this is just the character I'm drawing from, not my experience or certainly how I would act around a woman or talk to a woman, but from what we know of the character, mm-hmm. we know he's very nervous, he's bumbling, he's almost like quite boorish. And he just doesn't know. He's too hormonally driven. So he's not like a nice gentleman or anything like that. But ultimately, he says stupid things. But I don't think he's a bad man at his core. But anyway, they're in a car on the way to the date. Jensen. So where do you want to go eat tonight? Kiana. I don't mind. Jensen. Do you like chicken? Kiana. 
Yoda. Sure. Jensen. Then eat my ass. It's foul. <laughs> Kiana at this point looks revolted. She looks absolutely revolted. That's a horrible line. But he thinks he's funny. He's, he's just a, a bully. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He just doesn't know that this is a bit costless. He just doesn't know. Bit costless. Okay. You know, so it's coming out late. It was a novel. She, lo- she looks revolted, but you know, she's she knows what's going on. She knows he's not the most experienced <laughs> with the ladies, so she gives him a slight look, like, Ugh. you know, come on, like, grow up, come on, are you, are you taking me on a date here? So Carl looks revolted, but Jensen, he's an empathetic guy. You know, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's, he's got empathy. He picks up on the vibrations and realizes, oh God damn it, I made an absolute blunder uh, with that one. So he says, I'm sorry. I guess I'm a little nervous. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of sweating a little bit. And he's like sniffing his uh, I'm kind of sweating a little bit. Oh, man. I hope I don't stink. Hey, girl, do you have BO? Because I want to spray white stuff all over you. <laughs> you know, like deodorant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, girl, do you have BO? And then <laughs> Kiana is just going to deadpan. In this situation, because again, she knows deep down that at his call, he's a nice guy, he's just very <sighs> nervous. She goes, I do not have body odor, Jensen. <laughs> I don't know why she's AJ Styles, but <laughs> and Jensen. Jim, Jim Ross on a date with Brooks Jensen. And Jensen goes, Ah, oh, no, of course, you smell great. <laughs> I don't know what's coming over me, but I do know what's coming <laughs> over you when we get back to my place. And she's honestly seething at this point because she knows something's coming. So she tries. <laughs> she doesn't want to tell him off. So she doesn't want to tell him off, but she tries to be very sarcastic and forthright as if it's a hint. She says, and what's that, Brooks? My cat. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> and she's like in the passenger seat like this. Mm, mm. Not very happy. And then that's when the first... So that's the first scene. That's the first scene. Drive to the restaurant. Restaurant. Then later on, after some terrible matches... The chicken shop. They go to the restaurant. Okay? So the restaurant now. Jensen. He still hasn't learned his lesson. Okay? It's a rule three. We're not doing that. We're doing a few more. Um, so, goes, look. Uh, how are you doing? How's your food? She goes, oh, it's fine. Thank you. She's like, oh, great. He's learned his lesson. He's relaxed being a nice guy. He's relaxed yeah. into it. But that means the next line's funnier because it goes, girl, I'd clap your cheeks so hard and long, the neighbors will think we're watching a Carter in the main event. <laughs> <laughs> Brindle. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Kiana's at this point, this is it. This is it. She's annoyed now. She's annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> She's decided enough's enough. This guy will not stop unless I tell him to stop. And that's important in relationships, you know, good communication, forthright, open communication. Mm-hmm. So she goes, Jensen, can you stop? You don't need to impress me with these cheesy pickup lines. Jensen, I'm sorry. I'll try something more, more romantic. Kiana, my love for you is so dedicated. It's so dedicated, I'd break my own kneecaps to get in a better position to eat your ass. <laughs> And Kiana is fed up. It's just, it's just, he's getting dumped now. He's getting dumped. I'm pretty sure he's getting dumped. Or at least just thinking about it. So Kiana goes, Jensen, stop. 
I think I need someone a little more mature than you. Enter Zach. Silver-haired fox. Jensen, kind of crestfallen. Who's that, Kiana? Kiana. This is Zach. He's my stepdad. Marty Jeanette, rockers, long-term <laughs> oh. storytelling. So we don't know what's going on with her on the stepdad, but she been, she been daughter. And this follows the barbershop angle. Yeah. So he's going back to Marty so Jeanette stuff. Yeah. He's got someone defending his honor. There they we all go. Comes together. Excellent work. Very good. Finally, got <laughs> title match to preview. I've got to yet. Oh, God. Could Tony D become North American champion tonight? God, I hope so. Wesley's issuing an open challenge. The only other person who was associated with that open challenge was Hank Walk, who's already in action. Telling me there's a chance. Uh, Dijak's not going to be too happy about that, is he? Was Punk Rett getting near a belt that he couldn't get? Take over. I'm thinking, I'm thinking they have the match, and obviously Wesley should beat Tony D. I love Tony D, but it's Wesley. Look what he managed to pull off. Dijak doing his best Johnny Gargano impression. Comes in, swings for Tony, refs bumps, or dealing with stacks. Swings for Tony D, Tony D ducks, Wesley's head gets taken off. Tony D, one, two, three, no champ, baby. Yeah, but like, Tony D's got stacks with him, and I don't think stacks would be as an inept to let that sort of thing occur. That's, that's help, that's beneficial. They would plan this out. Oof, I, don't, I would never entertain that from stacks. He'd never be so... So Dijak's just going to see red. He's going to swing at anything when he gets in there. Let him get in stacks. Yeah. He's the underboss, and he knows what he's doing right now. Is Tony D actually in a title match? It's just an open, open challenge. challenge. And, it, and there's the only other person. Yeah. He called this shot, didn't he, last week? It, open challenge. Tony D answers. <gasps> Tony D's music plays, but then stacks answers first. Oh, don't do this to me. Well, Tony D goes in. He fails. Mm, sorry. Stax goes in the ring. First, he seems like he's, you know, ah, very supportive of his mate who's just got dusted. But then he lays the boots in and turns <gasps> heel, turns on Tony D. Someone mentioned this. That's three ideas in this same thing. I don't know. I know. Someone I, I have never watched wrestling before, but I'm going to have to tune in tonight because this sounds cool. Yeah, someone mentioned that St. Valentine's Day massacre. Yes. yes. I think it's Matt Reigns, maybe. Or maybe Hugo, maybe. Or Hugo. Yeah, one of the legends. One of the legends, certainly. I remember the name. Obviously, I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> someone did, and I appreciate them regardless. Yeah. So maybe they could have a bit. They're a bit building to this moment. They are. I think Stack's a bad guy. Yeah, I think it's because he's going to be here soon, actually. Just before he gets here, actually. How do you know he's coming? I think Stack's a bad guy. He's just landing the. Plane? Outside the office. The plane? A plane, but in like a helicopter yeah, space. Yeah, straight down. The plane goes straight down, yeah. Um, we've got a new game to play. Huh? We've got the card there in front of you. You see, you both see that? Who's, everyone uh, who's no, in action. Too small. Everyone who's in action? Yeah. Well, I want you to tell me who you think is going to be the worst at selling in a new game we're calling... I'm done with the Sidgwick! <laughs> oh, thank you to Mark Willis. Yeah, that's me. Thank that. you. Uh, so, oh. I feel like I'm just crawling out of a sewer. <laughs> I feel like I've just been casting NXT with that laugh. <laughs> My spooky character in wrestling now. So, your matches are 
Tyler Beard versus Grayson Waller. Thea Hale versus Tiffany Stratton. Axiom versus Damon Kemp. Hank Walker versus Charlie Dempsey. Roxanne Perez and Miko Satamora versus Caden Carter and Katana Chance. And potentially Wesley versus Tony D. Who is going to sell the worst on this show? Isla Dawn's not wrestling. She's actually good at wrestling, but she can't sell because she's told to sell in character as David Draymond from Disturbed. I think that... uh, no, Stratton was pretty bad feigning that knee. But as a heel, she won't have to do it so much. Lavonne, you're going to hate this, but I think Thea Hale might take it. I think she might... Um, Turns uh, everything up to 11. Yeah, I think she'll ham it up too much, and it won't be... Um, suspension of disbelief will be hard. I think she'll take it too far. I'll go with uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter with their, like, scowls, trying to show that they're sick of this as, like, newly minted heels. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> might be right with that one. Well, we'll uh, we'll report back on this tomorrow and play the play the, the theme again because I love it. Thank you, Mark, Mark Willis, once again. No one more go with that today, as it's its debut. Yeah, absolutely. Demented that. Yeah. Right, well, I guess it's time to wrap up, unless... Yeah, yeah! <laughs> hey, Stats! Hey, <laughs> Thought you were going to make it this week. Yeah, you know what today is, guys? It's the 14th of February. Happy Valentine's Day for all of those in love. And happy Tuesday to everyone who's f***ing married, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stacks. <laughs> You were know, watching those 90 sitcoms again, Stacks. I got a... Uh, the 60s uh, sitcoms. <laughs> maybe you guys can help me. I'm writing this card for uh, someone I got my eye on. Not saying nothing, because, oh. uh, you know, people may listen to the podcast just like they watch the TV show on Friday nights, huh? Yeah, sometimes I think. <laughs> so I've written, dear, to whom it may concern. Okay. Check this poem out. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'm using my hand, thinking of you. From your secret stacks in my sticky fruit and What? That's a good one, Jax. It's a good one, Wax. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? Do you think the person intended <laughs> will appreciate a direct approach? Because uh, some people might think that's a bit aggressive and vulgar. Guess we'll find out tomorrow, guys. Okay, I guess so. As long as it's going in the card. Yes, yeah, so you're not saying this to a no, person. The poem is going in the card. So you're not saying this to a person's I'd face. I'm saying this to a goddamn face, no. Okay, okay, good. Oh, that's, that's, that's fine. Okay, three jokes. That was, oh, yeah. was that the substitute for the first? Yeah, I wish it said it first, but. Okay. <laughs> Question joke number one, Sigi. Okay. Why did the dad. Approve of his daughter's goalie boyfriend. I've got it. It's because he was a keeper. Because he was a keeper. Because he was a keeper! Goalie was a keeper. I was thinking like net stuff. Stax has never said goalie <laughs> in his goddamn life. <laughs> no, he hasn't. <laughs> okay, question number two. Joke number two. What is the difference between a trick? Performed by a Valentine's Day mascot and die jack. <laughs> Can you repeat the setup for this 
Joke? Again, please. <laughs> what is the difference between a trick performed by a Valentine's Day mascot and Dijack? Something to do with Cupid and Stupid. Cupid's bow and Stupid's... It's got a spoonerism written all over it. This, but yeah. I, can't, like, I was thinking like T-Bar and V-Tar, and I was like, no, this, I don't know. I don't know stacks. I don't know stacks. What is the difference to this between a trick performed by a Valentine's Day mascot and Dijack? Well, one is a Cupid stunt, and the other is a stupid. Oh! You saved my ass there, huh? You're that prick tonight. Final, uh, final joke last question for you. What is the difference between a chickpea? And our garbanzo bean, huh? Uh, what is a garbanzo so bean? Give me the shoe answer because I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know this. Again, say it again. What is the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? Chick. What's the theme of these jokes? Romantic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's gonna be dirty, I think. Aye, he's getting filthier stacks. So you pee your chick. You pee on a chick. <laughs> Do you? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't there's anything wrong with that. That's what you're into. We don't kink shame on this podcast. Want to know the answer? Yeah. Yeah. What is the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? I ain't never paid 50 bucks to have a garbanzo bean on my face. It's the way I tell it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> See you tomorrow, guys. Have a good Valentine's Day. That's a bit lewd, that. <sighs> <laughs> Stax is, Stax is out of control. Has the elephant gone with him? Because I think I'd rather have <laughs> How that. How can you not tell? <laughs> How can you not tell? I did not look to my left. Yes. <laughs> I'll look to my left. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you, don't, if you look forward, you can still see an elephant in the Could room. Could see my elephant in my brain. <laughs> can you say bye, Stacks? Bye, bye Stacks. There we go. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's thoughts ahead of NXT tonight. I'm looking forward to tonight, Joe. I don't know everyone else. Um, <laughs> at what culture WWE on Twitter? Why stake of all three of us? You can follow Michael Hamflat. Uh, Michael Hamflat. Oh, Michael Sidgwick. Uh, M Sidgwick. Follow me at well, follow us all at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from. For daily wrestling podcasts, the raw reviews available right now, and the review of this show will be in your feed tomorrow. Fingers crossed as soon as it is released. <laughs> get so many people saying like, "Well, listen to that," but I never bother watching NXT. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Yeah. Chickpea and Garbanzo beans. <laughs> anyway, thanks to Daddy Boys. Thank you for joining us. Thanks to Stacks and the Elephant. And we'll see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.